0: Welcome to the Why Did I Get Cancer podcast. I'm Deborah Herlax Enos, a small town girl turned TV nutritionist and healthy living expert. I design health programs for the average guy or gal, including those average guys named Metallica. On September 1st, 2020, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I asked every oncologist the same question, why did I get cancer? But none of my doctors had good answers for me. I wanted answers and that's why I started this podcast. I wanna help you to lower your cancer risk and provide self-care tips for those in the battle. I'm getting answers and I wanna share them with you. What did I take away from today's episode? Two key points. One is that our sense of smell is 10,000 times stronger than any other sense that we have. So what we smell can really impact our health. Second tip, we don't have to make this complicated. We could go outside and smell roses or a pine tree, and it can actually help to calm down our systems. Jody Cohen, welcome to Why Did I Get Cancer? I have been a huge fan for about eight months now. I found you because after my cancer treatment, I was just running so hot. And so I needed help that was not traditional to get rid of the hot flashes that I was having. But I also had terrible brain fog after having four cancer surgeries. So I found you. I absolutely devoured your book. I think I bought every essential oil that you sell. So I'm kind of geeking out that you're here today so welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Four surgeries, my goodness. I'm that's a lot. Yeah, it was it was a season. Yeah, 2020 just wasn't hard enough. So I decided to go ahead and get diagnosed with breast cancer. <laughs> Um, on September 1st of 2020. But I am cancer-free now. I'm as cancer-free as an oncologist will ever tell somebody. So they said, you're 99.999. I said, you know what? I'm just going to round up to 100. So I am good. I am good. Oh, you. And, and now I'm talking about it. I want to help people avoid what I had to go through. So I have so many questions for you about essential oils And could it possibly help prevent cancer? Are there some, you know, plants that we don't know about that could cure cancer? But I want to start with, can you tell me how you started your company? Vibrant Blue Oils. You know, it's funny.
1: Necessity is the mother of invention, right? And life was easy until it wasn't. My uh, husband, after our second child, he was always a little bipolar. He really tipped into super bipolar and depressed. And um, it kept, you know, the frog in the boiling water getting progressively harder and harder. He would do less and less. I would do more and more until in 2012, I really thought he might die on my watch. I had very smart friends who taught me a new vocabulary word, residential treatment facility. And so that is where we moved him. And the moment that I knew he was safe and it wasn't my job to keep him safe, it was like my body just collapsed. You know, it had been running a five-year marathon and finally it was safe to um, not keep moving, which wasn't super convenient because I was then suddenly a single mom with a full-time job, uh, a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. You know, I was class parent. I had all these obligations and no energy to support them. I would uh, get up, with my kids in the morning, my five-year-old liked to wake me at five and I would, you know, make them breakfast, pack their lunches, take them to school, and then basically come back home, crawl into bed and set the alarm for pickup. And at that point I had been, um, my, my younger one, uh, had some personality quirks that I finally figured out nutrition helped. And once I saw how dramatically that supported him, I went back and was studying nutrition and was trying to work with other um, parents, you know, with tricky kids. And so uh, I knew enough to know that, you know, this is my endocrine system. This is my um, hypothalamus pituitary adrenal access. I knew what supplements and what food should help. And that's what I was doing. And it wasn't, it was a bit like treading water. I wasn't getting worse, but I wasn't really getting better. And I couldn't really figure out what, why I was stuck, why this wasn't helping until one day um, a friend I had helped with a fundraiser the month before came over with a big box of essential oils and said, these are going to help you. You have been so chronically stressed, which causes your body to release cortisol, the stress hormone and cortisol um, over the long haul kind of contributes to systemic inflammation. And so if your gut is totally inflamed, nothing you're ingesting is getting into your system. Oils can get in through other channels. You can inhale them. You can topically apply them. You know, we know nicotine patches and hormonal creams work. So this might help. And I heard that my brain was working enough to understand, oh, okay, I'm open to this. And because I had been working with Wiggly Kids and, you know, we live in Seattle near Bastyr, I had learned this handy supplement assessment technique called muscle testing where you could test you know an entire box and if you get a yes you're like oh something in here will help and then you narrow it down so that's what i did with the box of essential oils and traditionally i would narrow it down to one remedy and i i couldn't narrow it down beyond five i kept getting the same five oils which stumped me until it occurred to me oh wait they're liquid i can combine them and so i you know New to oils, went to my kitchen, grabbed a shot glass and tested, you know, five drops of this, seven of this, three of this, made a little formula. And because I had studied nutrition and physiology, I knew that the adrenal glands are the most accessible through the low back. So I topically applied them over the adrenal point and pretty quickly felt like myself. Like my first thought, I um, I you know ran track in high school. I used to run marathons. I'm like, oh god, I could go running, you know. Which from like you know the 20 minutes
0: before we're walking up the stairs felt like a lot. I'm like, I'm gonna go on a run. Right, that was your natural response. I have a little bit of energy, so let's just go for it.
1: Well, running uh, brings me a lot of joy. It it really, um, it's I'm I'm not a very good uh, sit still and meditate person, but I'm really good at the moving meditation. So mm-hmm. I kind of, it was my hack. It got me through the day. Then that night, you know, um, stress during the day and insomnia at night are correlated. So I would get the kids to bed and then I would begin my journey of what I'd call clock watching, you know, oh, it's 10 o'clock. Oh, it's 1020. Oh, it's 1045. Um, and somewhere around 1052, I thought, huh, I wonder if oils can help the pineal gland release melatonin, can kind of help the natural... Sleep wake cycle. So I went back downstairs, made up a formula, you know, carried it up to my bedroom, literally put it on um, my head kind of around the pineal gland. Don't even remember hitting the pillow. All I remember is my five year old like jumping on the bed to wake me up in the morning. And I was like, oh, that worked too. So I just kept having this kind of trial and success and making things up. And then when I started to feel better, I had a lot of friends in the nutritional space that were intrigued and they were like, okay, well, we'll try it. We'll test it on our clients. And then, um, by March of the following year, I was part of the nutritional therapy association and they had their annual conference. And one of my dear friends who also had a marketing background said, you know, it's really only $200 to be a vendor why don't you just mock this up and try it? Let's see if, you know, other people resonate with that. And, um, you know, so then I kind of started doing research because I thought, well, someone must be doing this. And I was very surprised that, you know, even though there are a lot of great companies that sell quality products No one was really looking at blends through the lens of like um, balancing organ systems and regions of the brain. And the other thing that I was surprised by was how complicated they made it seem to blend. Like I was almost grateful that I just didn't have the bandwidth to start with research because I'm sure I would have felt unqualified and never tried it.
0: Right. And simple with anything from health to parenting to marriage, simple is almost always the answer. So yes, Vibrant Blue Oils, huge fan. And your book really made me think so much. And I want to read something to you out of your book. So you mentioned that our sense of smell is key to our survival and that our sense of smell is 10,000 10, times more acute than our other senses. Do I have that correct? hmm so then that would make such sense that smelling something that is good for our body could actually make a huge difference. But again, that's to dovetail with what you just said. It almost seems too simple. You know, it's, it's funny,
1: that health is pretty simple. You just need to eat, sleep, and move and digest your food. I mean, so good. honestly, as long as we kind of stay in health, And don't fall out of balance, we're golden. And if we do fall out of balance, it's really those basic principles. Like, um, I have the good fortune of being close friends with a lot of practitioners that cure, you know, really help chronically ill patients return to health. And one of them was telling me, you know, a lot of her patients see probably on average 30 different doctors and they have all these tests run and they come with almost like a, a file folder full of all their test results. And she's like, it's basically just data points, you know, and, and it can shift because if they're not having regular bowel movements, you know, we start there because if, if they're not eliminating The toxins in their system and they're reabsorbing them. And that's going to trigger the immune system to turn on inflammation. Like sometimes it's as simple as getting a good night's sleep, as having regular bowel movements. And even if you have very intense symptoms, it's often
0: that simple to start. Yeah, that's really true. And I mentioned earlier, we just had a, a fire in our office and um, I just feel so toxic. And I know that I need to increase my fiber. I need to go to the bathroom more and I need to sweat and I need to sleep. And that is detox in its most simple form, which simple is always going to be the best form.
1: Well, and I think simple, like, I, you know, it's funny. I have a lot of Friends who, um, you know, they they go to their health practitioner, and one even said, "She's like, I probably like have two hundred bottles of supplements in my pantry, and I just don't remember to take them." You know, if if it's gonna be if it's something you're not gonna remember or something that's going to feel hard, you're not gonna do it. So that's another reason I really love oils is because it's pretty easy. You know, that the one oil that um, I'm the most proud of is the one we call our parasympathetic blend and what it does you know for the listeners that have never heard the word parasympathetic your your nervous system your autonomic nervous system controls your automatic functions your heart rate your breathing your digestion your detoxification your mood, your ability to concentrate, pretty much everything. And, you know, it's, its function is to keep you alive. And so it has different speeds. When it thinks you're going to die and survival is at stake, either from a, a physical stressor, like you're driving and someone's changing into your lane and doesn't see you, to an emotional stressor, you know, you're worried about your relationship, um, you know, the state of the world, uh, your finances, whatever it is that kind of puts you in what's called survival mode, your sympathetic nervous system and resources are allocated differently. Blood is literally routed away from your core, from your organs of digestion to your arms and your legs so that you can either fight back or flee. You know, for, for many of us, like my, my friends that have had um, cancer, I've noticed, uh, you know, sometimes they say they have stage zero cancer and it's like, and you have to have surgery tomorrow. And they, they're, and I'm like, well, can't you do you have time for a second opinion? Like, can we push pause? You know, it, it's, it's really hard to make a good choice when you are in that space. And, and then when, when it's safe, you know, when the danger has passed, the trauma is over, then you shift into what's called parasympathetic, where blood is routed back to your organs of digestion and detoxification, where your pupils shrink to a normal size, where you feel calm, where you can receive information and connection. And um, the gear shift, so to speak, between uh, fight or flight and rest and digest is um, the longest nerve in the body that most people have never heard of. It's called the vagus nerve. It pretty much touches every organ in the body. And it's the most accessible if if you feel right now behind your ear, behind your earlobe, like maybe where your earring is, you're going to feel a bone. That is your mastoid bone. That is the easiest place to access this gear shift,
0: and you can do it with an oil. And so you're talking about not only inhaling essential oils, but also applying them. Can you explain how when you inhale, the oils how does that how does that go to the place that it needs to go to change your health and wellness
1: right so m- most people don't realize your your nasal passageways um first of all there's a lot of blood flow and it also is a direct route to your brain and your blood brain barrier like one of the biggest challenges mm-hmm. um in this day and age with brain ailments is it's really hard to get remedies into the brain because your blood brain barrier is like a you know a stellar security system that only allows super small fat-soluble molecules through, which is pretty much the composition of essential oils. So when you inhale, it it both gets into the bloodstream and kind of gets into the blood-brain barrier. Like, you know, when in nutrition we talk about how essential fatty acids like omega-3s are really good for the brain. Guess why? Because they actually get into the brain. You can't do chemo in the brain because the molecules are too large. So If the ambulance cannot get to the injured party, it's really not going to do any good. If the remedy cannot get into the brain, it's not going to do any good. So that's one reason that oils, I think, are, you know, they're they're not a magic bullet for everything, but I think that for certain challenges, that they're really powerful.
0: So it sounds like, I love that analogy of you call an ambulance and if they can't get to the injured party, (laughs) what's the point of calling the ambulance? And it sounds like essential oils can make that jump through the blood brain barrier, which would get to your brain, which I would imagine there's some oils that can help reduce inflammation. There's some oils um, that can help to calm you down and to get you back into that parasympathetic mode which is that rest and digest and i think of rest and digest as just calm peace it's it's how i feel after a long walk on the beach or i got a massage or i just had a great conversation with my family so i want to talk a little bit about essential oils and cancer and other diseases as well but can the use of essential oils make my body less hospitable to cancer not in the magic bullet way that a lot of people say,
1: you know, we're just, everyone kind of recommends frankincense, but the way I try to use oils and the way I try to explain it in the book is I kind of see five main imbalances that make your body, um, basically they dysregulate your immune system, right? So how do you modulate your immune system? Well, we talked about being in parasympathetic because when when you're in stress, it prioritizes survival and making sure your immune system is working properly in that moment is not necessarily critical to long-term survival. So the more people can activate their vagus nerve, turn on their parasympathetic nervous system, I actually have a bonus chapter for the book, uh, boostthebrainbook.com backslash gift. It's 25 strategies to activate your vagus nerve, not just oils. So that's step one. Step two is to make sure that you're sleeping because sleep is really when you regenerate and heal, but it's also when you, um, when the brain cleans house, you know, when you're awake, you need all of your capacity to function and stay alive. When you're sleeping, the brain literally shrinks by 60% and it's almost like a, a car wash. It's your lymphatic fluid combined with your, uh, glial cells. So it's called gliolymphatic system cleans your brain. And then the biggest thing for everyone is the neck. The neck is the bottleneck in the body, right? It's basically where the garbage drains down. It's got a lot going on. You've got your your blood vessels, your lymphatic, your nerves, your muscles, your bone. And that's where a lot of congestion can occur, especially with lymph. And so with cancer and with everything else, the best thing you can do is support lymph flow. And the easiest way to support lymph flow is to apply oils topically on the side of the neck. Castor oil helps too. Lymph does not drain evenly. 75% drains on the left side. So the bottlenecks are the the neck and then the the clavicle bone, the collarbone. If you like rub it right now and it feels a little tender, that's just something you're going to want to work on. Because the more the garbage leaves the body, the more it doesn't kind of turn on the immune system, cause inflammation and set an environment where there's an imbalance and things can kind of um, go sideways. So uh, also under the armpits, that's, you know, I think oils can do a lot of things. I think that supplements can also do a lot of things. Like, you know, if you're low in vitamin D, you're going to supplement, there's not an oil for that. But lymph is really tricky. You know, there, there are certain supplements that can be supportive. There are certain strategies that can be supportive. But oils do a couple of things. They um, expand the vasculature, so they give you more space. And they really, if you think about what oils, you know, oils are the concentrated essence of plants. And what they're doing in plants is they're helping to move fluid. So the water is with the roots in the ground and somehow the leaves are hundreds of feet in the air. They're moving fluid through the body. They're breaking up stagnation. So, they're making sure that everything's moving and flowing so that the good things get in, the bad things get out. The more you keep that in balance, the more you stay Goldilocks, you know, just right and in health so that, um, you know, certain cells don't overgrow, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and I know the importance of of movement of lymph. And I had one only one lymph node removed, but I was really concerned about ending up with lymphedema. So I would do a lot of dry brushing and yoga and gentle stretching after my mastectomy. But it's really important to keep the lymph mo- moving. And I had no idea prior to cancer how important this piece was from a detox standpoint, from sleeping better to movement to inflammation. Yeah. You know, it's funny.
1: I have some friends who are cancer doctors. And they're like, that is the hardest thing to get the cancer patients to move. And that is the number one predictive factor. You know, if you can move, if you can walk, anything you can do to move your body, because limbs doesn't have its own pump. You actually need to move. You know, that's why things like yoga, where you put your arms over your head and gravity helps really
0: helpful. Mm-hmm. And also getting on those rebounders, those little rebounders from the '80s. Um, getting on those, it can also be helpful. Yeah. Um. I want to ask another question about essential oils and cancer treatment. And have you found that there are any oils in particular that could help somebody who is going through radiation or chemo or cancer surgeries? So it's complicated because what
1: chemo really is, is poison, right? And what oils can do is pull the poison out of your body more quickly. And if you're paying that much money, to immerse yourself in poison, you want to linger it a little bit longer. So I, I tell people, let's meet you on the other side. Um, You know, oils like ginger and peppermint can be really good for nausea. We have an oil called nerve repair. That's really good. um, You know, if you get your extremities, you can't really, they either feel too hot or too cold. Um, But then, you know, on the other side, we're going to support you with parasympathetic, calm your nervous system, uh, lymph to make sure you're draining and then we've got a good immune supportive oil
0: to just kinda keep your immune system to, to protect you. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, those are all great suggestions. And I'm so grateful I did not did not have to do chemo. Do you believe that there is a plant um, perhaps not yet discovered that could cure cancer? No, because I think that cancer is deeply
1: emotional for most people. I think the reason we get breast cancer is because it's so close to our heart. And so, no, I don't think there is a magic bullet. I think that everyone needs to do the work and it's scary I mean, that was actually one of my, um, my ex-husband's issues. I, I, you know, had him on supplements. And at one point he said to me, it's jarring to be this present. And what he meant was he grew up in a household where anger wasn't allowed. And so he had all this stuffed anger and he didn't know how to process through it. And so kind of, it was almost easier to disassociate, you know, so he didn't have to feel it. But once he was present and he had to feel it, he didn't know what to do with it. So I think oils are good for helping with emotions. And I think emotions play a really big role in a lot of imbalances.
0: So we could could say cancer, we could say Parkinson's, we could say psoriasis, we could fill in the blank. But are you saying that most of those have a strong emotional element? I think that stagnation is the root
1: cause of imbalance in health, right? Because I think of a marble ramp, if it's all lined up and the marble goes down, it's most, it flows smoothly. It's usually when there's congestion and the good things can't get in and the bad things can't get out. And that can be in the lymph. It could be in the liver and the gallbladder in the gut. There's usually a point where there's congestion and emotions. Um, if you follow Chinese medicine. Emotions do tend to correlate with certain organs in the body, but, I I think the underlying challenge is stagnation, right? So then you identify where is the stagnation and what is causing the stagnation. And
0: it can be physical, mental, or emotional. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly agree with that. I think there's a huge emotional component to every disease that we're just, you know, like your ex-husband, perhaps we just don't want to open Pandora's box and let it all out. Well, we don't, you know, when we have the tools, yeah, like
1: oils or um, flower essences are great. What's really nice, I I think, about plant medicine is, you know, we all know water is good for us, right? But if we drink from a fire hose, it, it could kill us. So we need to find a way to kind of micro dose healing, like, you know, gently let, you know, if you're opening a bottle of seltzer or something, if you open it too quickly, it explodes. So you kind of gently let the steam off. I find that using essential oils, inhaling them. The citrus ones are great. Most people do well with orange, you know, that kind of helps you gently release emotions or, um, flower essences like the Bach rescue remedy is great.
0: Mm I love those. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. It just kind of, Takes the edge off and lets off steam in a natural way so that it's not like ripping the band aid off. It's more gentle.
0: Right. I mean, I think about my instant pot when I do the quick release and that steam just explodes in my kitchen. Yeah. And that is not going to be good for anybody in the family if yeah. somebody is losing it at that level. So it sounds like what you're saying is, you know, trying some citrus oils. And what was the other one that you mentioned that can kind of do a slow release on emotions?
1: Um, I love citrus oils. Blue tansy is a really good one. Rose is amazing. Um, frankincense, uh, flower essences. There's the Bach flower remedies. Um, my friend Alexis also a Seattle girl has Chakrity flower essences that are fabulous. There's a lot that you can work with that sometimes, um, often less is more and less is more powerful. So like really gentle plant remedies can go a long way. You
0: also mentioned in your book that in the last 30 years, 50% of the pharmaceutical drugs that we we use have their origin in plants. Does that mean that the drugs that come from plants are safer for our bodies to take?
1: No, because they change it. The way someone described it, you can't patent nature, right? That's why you can't patent vitamin D. So what they do is it's it's kind of like if you hold up your right hand in the mirror, you know, it it looks like your right hand, but it's slightly different. So it's kind of, it's based on the um, chemical compounds in the plant, but they have to tweak it so they can patent it. And I think anytime you mess with, you know, God wins, I I think how God designed us is kind of perfection. And to think
0: that we can engineer better than God, it doesn't seem to work well. Not so much. Yeah. But many have tried and they will continue to try. Yeah. So Jody, just in wrapping up, for somebody who is completely new to essential oils, where do they start? I think Whole Foods carries them. Just go to a store and smell what
1: you like. Pick what you like. Citrus is usually good. Most people like um, some derivation of orange or grapefruit. And then if you're prone to anxiety, this is my favorite tip in the book other than the parasympathetic... um, trick but um the different hemispheres of our brain do different things there's an entire branch of chiropractic called functional neurology that's trying to put the hemispheres in balance so if you're feeling anxious or panicky that tends to be the right forehead the right frontal lobe that's overactive the easiest way to fix that is to stimulate the left frontal lobe and the fastest way to do that is smell anything through your left nostril take your right thumb plug your right nostril smell anything it could even be peel a tangerine you know the oils live in the peels of the fruit smell that under your left nostril and within 3 to 5 breaths you should be stimulating your left frontal lobe balancing your hemispheres and and the anxiety or the panic attack should pass
0: oh my gosh that is great so i'm going to close my right nostril with my finger and then inhale through the left side Three to five breaths of something citrusy. So, again, you've talked about an orange peel, grapefruit, or whatever, whatever smells good, you know, basically just pick, pick whatever you like. Yeah. Pick whatever you like. Okay. So another question, if I'm outside and I'm just taking a break um, because my life is just getting a little bit crazy, could I just be outside and smell a flower? Could I just walk by a tr- pine tree and smell the yeah. pine tree? Yes. Oh my gosh. Jody, this this is almost too simple, you know. But
1: we, we make it complicated <laughs> and then we make people feel unqualified for their own health. And that's what I really, that's really my end goal is just to re you know, it's like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, they all think they need something and they go to the wizard and it turns out it was within them the whole time. Your power to stay healthy and vibrant is within you. You know, these are just easy strategies that you can use to access it.
0: Oh my gosh, Jody, you've made this so simple and you've you've given us permission to just go back to the basics. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You've given us some really simple things that we can do. None of these have to cost a lot of money or honestly, not a lot of time. So thanks again, Jody. It was great talking to you. Thank you. You all know I'm a huge fan of essential oils, so make sure you check out today's show notes where I talk about my top three favorites. Uh, One is the calm, which I do in the middle of my day when things are maybe going a little haywire. I love the parasympathetic, which I do first thing in the morning, and the circadian rhythm is amazing, and I will put that on a few spots right before bed, and I find that it really helps me to sleep. There's also a special coupon code in today's show notes for $10 off your first order. Order. Enjoy. Thank you for joining me today on the Why Did I Get Cancer podcast. I've got my shopping guide for all of my cancer self-care items in the show notes, along with information about today's guest and our show's sponsors. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so you never miss an episode. Keep in mind, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a gal that got diagnosed with cancer and wanted answers. If you need medical advice, please be sure to consult with a medical professional.